0: Welcome back, Quick Brains. Your question of today is how do you use your body to communicate and also influence people? Influence yourself, most of all. And I'm excited to have back on the podcast my dear friend, my movement coach, Aaron Alexander of the Align Podcast.
1: What's up? Thank you so much for doing, yeah, doing this, man. For, no, thanks for doing it. this.
0: We're talking about our bodies yeah. and kinesthetic intelligence. Your book's coming out it's in coming. a handful of months. It's now, but it yes. comes
1: out, out. Uh, December 24th.
0: Yeah. So how do we optimize our body for for better communication,
1: internally, externally? So have you ever heard of a guy called Albert Morabian? Tell he, me. There's an, there's an interesting thing. So he came up with, a, he was a, a Harvard professor, it might have been a Yale professor, but in the 60s, he came up with the, the 55-38-7 rule. And so what he came up with is 55% of our communication comes from the oh way that body. we move our bodies. And then 38% comes from the tonality voice. of our voice, pacing of language, and then there's this little 7% that's Which is actually words. the words coming out of our face. And what that specifically is in relation to is is feelings. And mm. also, if there's incongruence between what a person says with their mouth, but their hips are facing the door, or their kind of their hands are kind of shaking, or their voice starts going in a different direction, you're like, I'm, alright, I'm out of here. I'm not interested in mm. the words this person's saying. You know, so all the time, we're continually playing our bodies, communicating with our bodies, but few people actually pay much close attention to what our physical body is saying. You know, And so if we can find that congruence with what we speak, the tone of our language, the way that our body moves, it starts to spill into not just the way that other people perceive us, but the way that we perceive ourselves, which then that leads into opening doors because people are magnetized by people that are really in themselves. And they kind of, when people are are disassociated, then people kind of get away because they're like, what's Mm -hmm. going on with
0: that guy? It's how people perceive you, but also how you perceived yourself. Because how you see yourself really reflects in those behaviors. How would somebody go about
1: occupying completely themselves? Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, I mean, we're doing it right now. We're sitting in such a way that we're just spending more time on the ground is a beautiful option. You know, so if you look at cultures in like Northern Africa or Eastern Mediterranean or Southeast Asia, places that just spend more time closer to the ground, mm-hmm. they eat on the ground, they use the bathroom on the ground. If you're hanging out at a bus stop, you know, do what your kids do or what the rest of the world has done for the last ever, you know, and pop a squat. You know, if you're out in the park, there's an opportunity to come down, maybe take a knee. So what what
0: do you do on the plane? If you're flying from here to, I know you're headed to New York. Yeah. What do you do when you're on that plane? Simple. Are you yeah,
1: throw a sweatshirt behind your uh, back, or I'll b- bring like a water bottle along. Mm-hmm. You know, so bring an extra sweatshirt or a water bottle. Always have a water bottle for water, anyway. You know, and then you can throw that behind the thoracic spine. Mm-hmm. All right, now that takes out instead of that, that chair being in that bucket seat position, now all of a sudden you're kind of a little more. You're like more hunched over. Uh, you're all hunched over the whole right. time. So now you you, you and you could put maybe a a shirt over the bottle, so it's not just like a hard bottle. But now you're taking that space out. You're redesigning the chair. To match a neutral, long, stable, stacked, confident spine. And then you could, as just another option, you could start, you could actually buckle the seatbelt to kind of pull your hips back into the corner there and put a little support around the neck and then take a walk every um, hour, hour and a half or so. So, a general rule people can follow is for every one hour of sitting, get at least five minutes of meandering around. And that could be doing maybe some lunges, it could just be walking, it could be doing a little squat. And Uh, this is
0: whether or not. Even if they're on a plane, if they're in an office and they're yep. behind a computer. Absolutely. We always tell people every 25 minutes or so to get up and just stretch their body and yep, hydrate. Yeah, follow and
1: the Pomodoro technique for mm-hmm. movement. You know, so every 25 minutes that you're sitting there, it's going to be – you only have so much attention span. You know, So that walking up, if you're really concentrated on what you're doing – um, that walk actually actually helps with consolidating those new memories that you're creating from that 25 minute concentrated session. Mm-hmm. And so when you get up, it's ac- it's not just, oh, I want to go take a walk. It's like, no, no, you're learning. <laughs> you're moving the information into your into your body through moving your your limbs. And as your
0: body moves, your brain grooves. Yeah. Create brain-derived neurotropic factors, which is great
1: for neurogenesis and plasticity. So there's another study done in in, uh, San Francisco University where they took two groups of students. One group, they had them hunched over in that staring at the phone position. Um, And the other group, they had them stand in an upright position, power pose, all that. And what they found is that people that are in that hunched over position, it was easier for them to access more depressive, challenging memories. And when you go into the upright position, all of a sudden that taps into that millennia of every time I win, I um you know I oh my we, we got the woolly mammoth you know or mm-hmm. we you know we we're we're winners we did it your body goes into this upright position, so that's tapped into your physiology for the last ever. And this is exactly the topic where we're talking about
0: when we're talking about communication with ourself and to other people. We're sending that message. Yeah, to
1: people. And it's an important thing that I'm not suggesting that people just chronically move around the world and they're like okay like Aaron said upright posture all the time. <laughs> That's one of the colors that's rarely explored in the mold that we live in, because for the most part the mold is kind of folded over into this position, this hunched over position. That hunched over position, it accesses, helps people with accessing more depressive, challenging memories. Access that stuff. Mm-hmm. Go into it. But don't hmm. live there. Don't live there. You know, so realize that your body is almost like it's like you, you're tuning your thoughts. You're tuning your, you know, what you create in your life, you're tuning the way that people perceive you. And how you perceive yourself. Yeah. And so sometimes, like, an important way to, to create rapport with somebody is to to mirror them, like neuro-linguistic programming stuff. You know, so if you come in the room, someone's feeling sad, it's a funeral, whatever, and you come in all stacked on top of the woolly mammoth Chuck Liddell, like, oh, hey, guys. You're like, whoa. Oh. Like, you know, that's it's going to be a, a weird disconnect. There's going to be incongruence. You know, so have access to being folded over in all the ranges of motion, but just realize... What that signifies at an internal level. Fifty-five percent
0: is through body kinesthetic, and
1: so people really should be. The self-awareness is very important. So what what we can do is we can start to integrate more effective fundamental principles of movement that we were never taught in grade school into our daily life. Another thing is just hang more. (laughs) can <laughs> Get a pull-up bar at your office, what or at that your do? house, or whatever. There's a whole book called Shoulder Pain? Question um, mark. That's uh, it was by Dr. John Kirsch, and he was an orthopedic surgeon that found that he claimed it was like 99% of people that had shoulder pain could be healed from just hanging. I found that hard to believe, but that's what the that's just what the literally th- hanging on a bar. Yeah, so starting off, you could start off literally just like doing like a good morning type pose where your arms are up overhead and you can put your arms on a table and kind of just stretch those arms up overhead um, and then eventually get into the point. For some people, hanging is challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually get to the point, yeah, you have a pull-up bar. You can get a chair underneath you to help support as well to start. And then eventually spending, uh, in that in that book, Shoulder Pain, he recommends a minute and a half of hanging each day. I have a similar recommendation in my book coming up. Um, and just hanging, opening up, you're opening up your ribs so you're getting a more expansive breath. You're opening up that tissue around the heart, and you're literally changing the structure of the shoulder girdle. So by being in that position, it's taking you out of that mold that we've been formed into of kind of the shoulders immediately rotated in, that mm-hmm. dowager's hump thing, which nobody wants to have, that folded over spine. like, is pretty ubiquitous throughout culture where people are kind of in that just simply hanging for a minute and a half each day, try it for 10 days, and see how that affects you. You're not, a solid, not
0: a solid minute and a half.
1: It could be, but no, broken down. So you right. do 15 seconds, six times, or whatever. If you're already super athletic, maybe crank it up to like two and a half minutes. But for most people, you know, a minute and a half in total each day. So just put that as like a gift to yourself. Walk, put it in between your bedroom door, your office door. When you walk through, have all your employees do it. Say just a little woo, a little pick-me-up, mm-hmm. hang through there. And as you put your arm up over your head, that's tied to all, like, the Amy Cuddy, Harvard, testosterone, increasing testosterone, decreasing stress hormones. In your podcast that that we just did,
0: and I was talking about the power of habits, and those triggers are important. Like, you go through a doorway and you hang. Yeah. So those reminders, it's good because it prompts you to do the the new behavior. That's right. And you set your environment up to be able to be supportive for your own growth. Yeah. The uh, other
1: thing is starting to pay attention to breath. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So your, so your breath, there's a, a one-to-one relationship of the way that a person's autonomic nervous system is, is is feeling, how it's expressing itself, to the way that they breathe. So when a person goes into, like, <gasps> right, <laughs> what did you do? You, <gasps> you breathe in. I kind of exaggerated. But you breathe in through your mouth, your shoulders, your clavicles <clears throat> reach up to your shoulders mm-hmm. or up to your ears. And you go to this, oh, I'm surprised. <gasps> That's a, you, you breathe surprise. If we're soothed and we're calm, it's this, oh. In daily life, the idea of, oh. It's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to be weird. You know, weird, the original meaning of, of weird uh, is an old English word, weird. Uh, and it means to be in controls of one, con- in control of one's fate. It's is kind of fascinating. So the weird people are actually the people that are taking control of their lives. The normal people, you know, the part of the sheep, they're kind of just in the, in, in the herd. But so that, that breath, as you are walking down the street, just pay attention. Is your breath up in your shoulders? Mm-hmm. Are you breathing through your mouth? Is it easier for you to breathe in than it is out? So take, try right now, everybody listening, is take a breath in through the nose and then breathe all uh, up in as much as you can, and then breathe out as much as you can. Then come back to normal. Did you notice if one direction was easier for you? Did you notice anything? Was one easier than the other? You can try it again, too. Out. Out's oh, easier. Good, I love that. Yeah, so when you're breathing out, that's activating more of that parasympathetic, rest, digest, calming side of the nervous system, which is a beautiful tool for people to have. So every time you're feeling stressed out before you're done public speaking, you're meeting a date, whatever it may be, emphasize that Ooh, breath out.
0: So for everybody at home, they could be, they could breathe in, and then exhale longer. Correct. Because that allows them to be able to go into that parasympathetic.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yep. You could even t- you could compound it, stack variables, and add sounds. It's like the Vegas. that's that's right yeah so adding sound in there even it adds a little bit more of like a workout for your nervous system Mm. you know so humming as well it's 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 shown i think it's it's something like 30 times 20 times 30 times fact check that part but it it increases the the release of nitric oxide dramatically in your body just the process of mm, what does the nitric oxide do mm, helps with uh vasodilation helps with circulation of blood you know, so if you're having blood pressure issues, have you tried humming? <laughs> have you tried altering your breath? Have you tried getting more sun? Have you tried hanging from a tree branch?
0: And these are all free. They're all free,
1: yeah. which is why you're not going to see – there's not a really strong affiliate code for, like, get more sun. You're not going to see a 30-second commercial. Or take that. your shoes off and walk in some grass outside, you know, or take a cold shower like there's not going to be like oh cool like you get 15% off for more sun. It's like no, let's let's not talk about that so much.
0: Mm. So let's boil it down. You just <laughs> you just listed like 12 things people could do. Um, let's pick let's pick 3 of them. What's right. what's everyone's challenge who's uh,
1: watching or listening? What are three things hanging? Hang more. Yeah, so this so this right. week 7 days get a pull-up bar, cost you 30 bucks or find mm-hmm. a tree branch. That'd be even better if you get a tree branch. Um, and a total of a minute and a half a day. Hang so okay. like be 15 seconds and make it fun, make it something you look forward to. Nice. And um, then the other one, breathe. spend spend 30 minutes on the ground. So for a lot of people, this would be easy. Be like, oh dude, I do yoga, you know, mm-hmm. or I do, I, I have kids or mm-hmm. I have dogs. I right. already spend an hour and a half on the ground. For some people, it'd be like, I haven't been on the ground for a month. <laughs> you know, so wherever you're at, baseline at least 30 minutes of ground time each day. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a, that's like your base. Where you're touching the earth. Yeah. Ideally. I mean, there's there's all sorts of grounding, electromagnetic stuff that I, I think is legit, but I'm not, like, claim any expertise in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so look into that. I think it's all really great stuff. Um, ideally, compound those variables, stack the variables, and make the time that you're working on your computer, checking your emails or whatever. Go outside, maybe get a yoga mat, put it in your driveway or in some grass. Mm-hmm. Get sun. Take your shirt off. Expose your whole body to the sun. You no, know, so your mitochondria can actually create, from what I've read, can actually create ATP, adenosine triphosphate, the currency of energy in your body, through processing that sun. You know, so your body is a big old solar panel. You know, and so, again, we're, we're sold an idea that, you know, we need to be scared of the sun. If you're scared of the sun, it's like your cells aren't going to be able to optimally function. You know, so sort of investing that time when you're checking your emails on your computer, put yourself outside, get some sun, and make sure there's a panoramic view that you have access to. So look out into the distance regularly. When you're looking up close, it puts you into more of that sympathetic fight-flight type place. Mm-hmm. When you look out over, say, you know, over the mountains or over the ocean or this view we have now, it literally, think about that. Every time you look into the ocean, the first reaction people have is this, They relax. right? Every time you look at your cell phone, it's a little bit of this, okay, exactly, we'll get it done. You know, so compounding that time that you're working on your computer, not saying burn your computer or anything, stay on the computer, but put the computer beside of you so you can alternate in and out of that. Um, The other one is pay attention to your breath. So as you're you're walking down the street, just check in, where's my breath? Is it up in my shoulders or is it down in my lower ribs? You can bring your hands along the, the lower portion of the ribs here, breathe out, Feel that lateral expansion indicating that diaphragm is coming online. Diaphragm is coming online. you're getting that low belly breath, and the ribs are coming outward to the side. That's indicating to your body at a deeper physiological level that you're calm and you're relaxed. and you're safe and you're safe. Yeah. yeah.
0: Aaron Alexander, how do people find out more about they could pre-order the book?
1: They can pre-order the book, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's on It's on the... the uh, if they go to thealignbook.com. Um, they can pre-order that, and then we'll have some bonus extras for people that do pre-order it. And then um, we just finished a, a, a pretty... What I would concede to be a pretty tremendous conversation on the Align podcast, literally just before this. Mm-hmm. So I'll co-release that. So if people have interest... Amazing. ...continue to hear about your stuff, we can jump over there. So...
0: Next steps, take a screenshot of this episode or this video, tag Aaron, tag myself. Um, as always, we'll put everything in the show notes, jimquick.com forward slash notes, including links to his podcast, also to uh, pre-order your book, and put your big aha so we see it on social media land. And uh, what was your big takeaway? What's one thing you're going to do? Is it going to be the breath? Is it going to be the hanging? Is it going to be the grounding and, and the, 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 the floor culture, if you will? And I'd uh, love to hear your, your takeaways. And I'll, as always, repost some of our very favorites. Aaron, thanks, Thank you, brother. For, thanks for being on, man.
1: I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, man.
0: Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge, it's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember FAST, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook.